welcome to the Prophecy Club. We're going to continue answering the question, if someone were to come to you, let's say that it's time when people are now wanting to know about Bible prophecy. For whatever reason, the trouble is hit, and they are seeking out people that can give them answers. So, some one person, or maybe a group of people, come to you, and they say, we understand that you can explain this Bible prophecy stuff. We also have heard that America is in the Bible. Can you please show us where it is found? Now, I've already been covering the first several verses of Revelation 18. We're going to continue, but I'm going to back up to kind of get a running start on where we're going. So I'm going to go back to verse 16. We ended in 18, so I'll back up a couple of verses. And then we're going to discuss this because this is going to be a really big question. And you can use this to win a lot of people to the Lord Jesus. So verse 16, we're in chapter 18. And saying, alas, alas, that great city. I think that's the third time the word great is found in the chapter of 18. In other words, ask yourself, what nation is considered to be the greatest nation on earth, the greatest military, the greatest economy, the greatest, the greatest, the greatest? What nation had the candidate with the phrase that said, make America great again? Matter of fact, I understand now he's going to change that to say, keep America great again. Well, both of those phrases hang the word great upon America, and I think most Americans would agree with that. Well, that's another reason we can say, yep, Revelation 18 is talking about America, saying, Alas, alas, the great city that was clothed in fine linen and purple and scarlet and decked with gold and precious stones and pearls. All of those identify Christians, those people that follow Jesus. Fine linen was only worn by the priests. Purple and scarlet is always associated with the temple and decked with gold, precious stones and pearls. And as Leviticus 26 says, and Deuteronomy 28 says, if you follow Jesus, then he is going to bless you or follow God's laws. He will bless you. Now we go to verse 17. For in one hour, so great riches is come to naught. That's the fourth time the word great is used. And it's also talking about the nation that is the wealthiest nation on earth that has a lot of ships, meaning other countries bring their wares to this nation to sell them. Well, that is, I mean, who else? Canada? No. Mexico? France? Norway? Germany? No. We are the nation that is purchasing from other nations. We are the nation that other nations send ships full of things like oil, all sorts of things. So we are the consuming nation. That's talking about us. Now, verse 18, here's where we stopped. And cried when they saw the smoke of her burning, saying, What city is like unto this great city? That's the fifth time the word great is used. Now it says, when they cried, they saw the smoke of her burning. Notice it doesn't have the nations around us running in to help us because they see nuclear weapons have detonated all across America, and they stand back, but they don't dare go there because they know they'd be radiated, they'd be burned. So the other nations look at the burning, and just like the angel that spoke to Dimitri said, all the other nations of the earth will be terrified. That's describing being terrified. Verse 19, And they cast dust on their heads and cried, weeping and wailing and saying, Alas, alas, that great city. That's the sixth time. The word great is used, saying, Alas, alas, that great city wherein were made rich all that had ships in the sea by reason of her costliness. Meaning, what nation is it that is purchasing all the things that other nations ship over to them? Once again, 
Only America fits that bill. For she is made desolate. Oh, well, what does that mean? Well, if a thousand nuclear bombs the size of Hiroshima, and by the way, they have them now that are like 250 times more powerful than that. Those were little small experimental bombs, but now they perfected them. One bomb can take out. Matter of fact, there's another scripture that says at the taking of Babylon, the earth is moved. Well, here, I just paused. I just looked up that scripture. It's Jeremiah 50, verse 46. At the noise of the taking of Babylon, the earth is moved and the cry is heard among the nations. In other words, like the angel that spoke to Dimitri said, all the nations are terrified when God takes out America. And also Isaiah 24, verse 19 says, the earth is utterly broken down. The earth is clean dissolved. The earth is moved exceedingly. The earth shall reel to and fro like a drunkard and shall be removed like a cottage. A cottage means a hammock blowing in the wind. And the transgression thereof shall be heavy upon it and it shall fall and not rise again. Well, that's what the book of Revelation 18 is about to say also. Let's go on though. For in one hour is she made desolate. In other words, we're destroyed in one hour. Rejoice over her, thou heaven, and ye holy apostles and prophets, for God hath avenged you on her. Now, there's two things to say about that. You see, I love America, you love America, and I don't want to see it destroyed. But if we could just understand how the evil in America is going to rise up, or you might say the left in America is going to rise up, and there's going to be many Christians killed in the days ahead, it has to be to the point to where rejoice over her, thou heaven, and ye holy apostles and prophets, for God hath avenged you on her. Meaning, this nation, when it falls, it turns into a Christian killing machine. There's no other way you can look at that. It has to happen. But God will avenge the blood of his servants at her hand. Now, that, that's just coming up here in just a minute. And a mighty angel took up a stone like a millstone and cast it into the sea, saying, Thus with violence shall that great city, that's the seventh time we find the word great there, that great city Babylon be thrown down and shall be found no more at all. Well, we just read a scripture that says that she'll never rise again. She'll fall and never rise again. Well, why not? Because there's only probably in the ballpark of seven years from the time America falls the first time until Jesus returns to set up his everlasting kingdom. And so there's no real need for America to rise again. Besides that, that's just not in his plan. Now let's go on. The next verse, verse 22. And the voice of harpers and musicians and poppers and trumpeters shall be heard no more at all in thee. It's trying to paint a picture that there's not any more bars, there's not any more bands, there's not any more people singing and rejoicing in the nation. In other words, when God destroys this nation at the beginning of World War III, when the Russians attack, matter of fact, let me tell you the prophecy, in case we have someone listening that's new. Remember the angel Gabriel came and spoke to Dimitri and said, the fall of America will start with an internal revolution. Started by the communists, some of the people will start fighting against the government, the government will be busy with internal problems. Then from the oceans, Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico, two of the countries will attack and defeat America in one day, in one hour, so great riches will come to naught. Well, this is talking about we will be so destroyed that there's basically not any more music in this nation. In other words, we go into a survival mode. 
Let me read that again. And the voice of the harpers and musicians and pipers and trumpeters shall be heard no more at all in thee. And no craftsman of whatsoever craft he be shall be found any more in thee. Meaning, there's no more building. There's no more putting things together. And the sound of a millstone shall be heard no more at all in thee. In other words, there's no more preparation for food once the Russians hit us. No more at all in thee, and the light of a candle shall shine no more at all in thee. So it's, America is like totally destroyed by this Russian attack, is what they're saying. And the voice of the bridegroom and the voice of the bride shall be heard no more at all in thee. In other words, there's no more marrying, giving in marriage, and things. So it's it's a total destruction, brothers and sisters. For thy merchants were the great men. That's the eighth time in this chapter it has the word great. For thy merchants were the great men of the earth, and for by thy sorceries were all nations deceived. Now, let's take a second and talk about that, because if we're trying to convince someone that America is in the Bible, right there is a really big one. Just ask yourself this. What nation started making the cars? What nation discovered the oil? If someone has discovered oil in their nation, who do they call? Who are the experts on oil? Who are the experts on manufacturing? Who started, for example, the Internet? In other words, what nation has the great merchants of the earth? Answer, America. So when it says, for thy merchants were the great men of the earth. That's right, America. We are the nation that has invented just about everything, whether it's washer, dryer. And if we didn't invent it, we perfected it or we brought it up to the point to where it could be a viable assistance to societies. Because our merchants truly are the great men of the earth. Now, this next part is really important. For by thy sorceries were all nations deceived. Okay, wow, what is that? Okay, what's a, a sorcery? Well, when I was, it's going to kind of let you know something. When I was working on memorizing Daniel chapter 2, it talks about the sorcery. So I had to do some research on it. And by the way, a lot of things these days you can't find on the Internet. They're already pulling a lot of things that they don't want us to, to find. And by the way, that's one of them. It's very difficult to find definitions for things like sorceries, uh, the, the devil were. A lot of those have been pulled. So I had to pray about it. And this is what the Lord laid on my heart. This exactly means sorceries. Well, a sorcery is one that uses things from the source, meaning things from the earth. And the whole point is to draw people or to cause them to fall away or to backslide away from Jesus. They use things from the earth to change people to get them to fall away from Christ. Okay, so what's it talking about? What are the things of the earth? Well, that's things like marijuana and heroin and those sort of things. They use the source, things from the source, to get people to fall away. And then what about magicians? Well, magicians are those that use evil spirits to cause people to fall away. You remember back in the days of Moses when he threw down his staff, and of course the magicians by the Pharaoh were not impressed at all. They threw down their staffs, and their staff turned to snakes too. So, yeah, the devil's pretty powerful. He can do a lot of the same miracles that the true prophets of God can do. But the difference is the staff from Moses ate up the other snakes, meaning that God's power is stronger than the devil. 
And the third one is astrologers. In other words, they use the movements of the sun, the moon, and the stars to cause people to fall away from Christ. All of them cause people to fall away from Christ. It's just that they do it different ways. So when it says, for by thy sorceries were all nations deceived, it means that these people use things from the ground to cause people to fall away. What? Well, okay, think about it. The cartels that are selling all sorts of drugs, do they cause people to fall away? Right now, there's a big thing in the news about all of the homeless people in San Francisco and also Baltimore and things like that. Well, what caused a lot of those people's lives to fall apart? Well, it was things from the source. In other words, marijuana, heroin, and all fentanyl, uh, all of those sorts of things. So what it's saying is, by thy sorceries were all nations deceived. And I also think, it would take me a while to explain it, but it's also talking about the movies, the music, and the printed matter. They're causing our merchants, of the great men of the earth, and for by thy sorceries, movies, music, magic, drugs, all nations have been deceived. Here it is. And in her was found the blood of prophets and of saints, and all that were slain upon the earth. Oh, America. America doesn't kill the prophets or the saints. Nope, you're right. Nope, not yet. But it's coming. I don't look at that as a bad thing. I look at that as a thing that is going to allow us to win a lot of people to Jesus. I'm also going to continue on over to chapter 19, because the first few verses are still talking about America. Even though the chapter ends with verse 24, the thought continues. Now, that's one of the things I learned when I memorized the book of Revelation because I saw deeper into it. So let's continue. Now I'm going to Revelation 19, still talking about America. And after these things, I heard a great voice of much people in heaven saying, Hallelujah, salvation, glory, honor, and power to the Lord our God. I believe that that takes place on Pentecost. I believe that that is those people that are ready that get to go to the marriage supper of the Lamb. Listen to what it says. It says, Alleluia, and then it uses the New Testament word salvation. Very few times that word is used in the Old Testament. Salvation is primarily a New Testament word, and that's meaning, I believe it's talking about those of us, and this is near the end of the tribulation at this point, those of us that were ready Go to see Jesus change from being a lamb to being a lion, from being prince of the kings of the earth to becoming the king of kings and lord of lords. So this is a picture of us at the wedding feast, and we say, hallelujah, salvation, glory, honor, power to the Lord our God. But now it's about to jump back to talking about America. For in true and righteous are his judgments, for he hath judged the great whore, that's America. It's also having to do with the Catholic Church, because Revelation 17 is mostly talking about the Catholic Church in specific and the false religions in general. For he had judged the great whore, which did corrupt the earth with her fornication. In other words, the Catholic Church, the false religions, along with the false political system, causes most of the earth to fall away. That's what it's saying which did corrupt the earth with her fornication. In other words, we've caused the earth to fall away from Jesus and hath avenged the blood of his servants at her hand. At several times, God is not pleased with these people that go to killing his Christians. 
And unfortunately, that is what happens. Let's go on. And again, they said, Hallelujah. And her smoke rose up forever and ever. That's one of those other things that if you don't memorize the verse, you wouldn't catch that. But as I started memorizing it, and of course, each time I would sit down to memorize, I was like, I would say, Lord, show me the deep and secret things. Help me to see beyond the scriptures. Help me to understand the spirit behind it. Help me to understand what you really mean. Help me to see the deep and secret things. And that's one of the things he showed me where it says, and again, they said, Alleluia. Here it is. Here it is. Listen carefully. And her smoke rose up forever and ever. What? Okay, wait a minute. So the first is fallen is when the Russians attack. The second is fallen is when Jesus returns on the day of trumpets or just a few days before the day of trumpets. And that's when he does the second destruction. And great Babylon is remembered before him to give the cup of the fierceness of his wrath. And every island fled away. and The mountains were not found. So that's right associated with the day of trumpets, the day Jesus returns. However, it says her smoke rose up forever and ever. Okay, well, what can cause a nation to be so thoroughly destroyed that her smoke would rise up forever and ever. Now, I can remember the time years ago when I thought, oh, well, that must be this is nuclear fallout or there's a nuclear radiation. That's what is it. And the nuclear radiation goes on forever and ever. But as I memorized it, I saw deeper into it. And I believe what really happens is as those nukes hit, or it may also be as the morning star hits, let's take, for example, Texas. Texas is famous for fracking. What is fracking? Well, I'll explain to you briefly. Instead of having to drill a bunch of deep wells that would only get a small amount of oil out per well, and it costs more to drill a deep well, instead, people in West Texas, two men, invented fracking. So instead of drilling down 4,000 feet like they used to have to do, take several months to do it, now they drill down just a few hundred feet, but then they have the drill go sideways and they have it go for maybe a mile or so. And it doesn't cost them near as much to drill, but it drills through the rock that has the oil or the gas in it. And then they pull it back up and then they go in another direction. And it sometimes is that one hole may have not just two or three of these little legs going out, but sometimes they get up to five or six or multiple legs. I'm not an expert on this, but this is my understanding on it. And then they do what they call fracking. In other words, they either pressurize it with, say, salt water or some kind of chemical so that it breaks up the rock formation underneath it. And in the process of breaking up that rock formation, yes, sometimes it causes small earthquakes, but... That is what caused America to move from the number three place to the number one place, being the all-time leading producer of crude oil. That was primarily fracking. And that started in West Texas. Now, what's that talking about? So try to imagine a nuclear bomb going off, and it sets off a very large pool of oil underneath the ground. Maybe from the fracking. And so it starts to burn. What this is saying that even though Jesus returns, even though he has burned up all of the tares, even though eternity has now entered into time and there is no more time, he still, 
because he is so displeased with the sins in this nation, he still allows it to burn. And it goes on to say, forever and ever. Well, what is the environmentalist going to do with that? The answer is not a thing, because there is no such thing as time. Once the judgment is set, the books are open, the beast is slain, and there is time no longer. That's another place in the Bible where it says, For the days of the seventh angel, when he should begin to sound, there should be time no longer. There's another place that just talks about how time simply stops. Well, it's talked about in another broadcast here, I don't know, five or six weeks ago. There is a time when God created time, and there is a time when there is no more such thing as time. And that's what it's talking about. So I believe that a nuclear bomb and or it may also be simply Jesus destroying this nation. He sets on sets off a large underground reservoir of crude oil and it burns. He doesn't stop it. It burns forever and ever and ever and ever. Well, is there another nation that has the kind of oil we have? Possibly. That's not a concluding factor, but it's a high possibility. Now, let's go on. And the four and twenty elders and the four beasts fell down and worshipped God that sat on the throne saying, Amen, Alleluia, meaning that the four beasts, the four and twenty elders, worship God that sits on the throne, and they say, Amen, Hallelujah, meaning I agree with your judgments. I agree with you destroying the sinful nation uh, called America. Now, let me refresh your memory. It says, is fallen, is fallen. There's two destructions of America as I said in either yesterday's or the day before program. There's two destructions. The first one is when the Russians attack. That's for the sins in the church. The second one is on, about, or shortly before the day of trumpets, which is the day of the Lord, the day that Jesus returns, and he uses the morning star to burn up the tares. Matthew 13, 30, gave you first the tares, bind them in bundles, cast them into the fire. So that's the day of trumpets. That's the day he returns. And on about or shortly before that is when he destroys Babylon or America the second time. The second destruction is because we killed the Christians. I say we, but in other words, the sinners then turn to kill the Christians. It's not just America. It's around the globe. There will be a few places where they survive, but eh, not so much. I mean, how do you remember, brothers? This is not bad news. If you're heart is in this nation, then this sounds like bad news. If your heart is in building the kingdom of God, then you understand this is not our home. We're just passing through. All this does is decide where we're going to spend eternity and what our garments are going to be, what our crown's going to be, what our blessing's going to be. Now, remember, Daniel 12 says, those that turn many to righteousness shall shine as the stars forever. That's what I want. I want to be one of those morning star judges. I mean, remember where the scripture says, and I saw thrones and they sat on them and judgment was given unto them. And I saw to the souls of those beheaded for the witness of Jesus and for the word of God that did not worship the beast, neither his image, neither received his mark in their forehead or in their hands. And they lived and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. That's right. That's a judge. I believe the Bible says that Jesus judges the people, but those judges Judge the angels. Angels judged. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. Starting with Lucifer, false prophet, and the beast. 
They're all judged. And apparently it's those judges. Well, some of those judges are also going to get the morning star. That's the light sword that comes out. Remember the two witnesses? I will give power to my two witnesses, and they shall prophesy a thousand two hundred and three score days, clothed in sackcloth. And if any man will hurt them, fire proceedeth out of their mouth and devoureth them. If any man will hurt them, he must in this manner be killed. That's the morning star. October 4, 5, and 6, it's the Understanding End Times Conference, Living Word Fellowship, 1051 Riverside Drive in Evansville, Indiana. Friday evening, 6.30, I'll speak on my seven seals, seven trumpets, seven vials chart. Saturday morning, 10 a.m., I'll speak on my feast and revelation prophecies chart. Saturday evening, 5 p.m., Leslie will speak on the Kundalini Spirit. Sunday morning at 10 a.m., I'll take half the time with Miss the Mark, my new book, and Leslie will take the rest of it. As you know, I'm called to build an end-time army of prophecy teachers working miracles. I want you to come so I can lay hands on you and anoint you for you to receive two anointings. The spirit of revelation as I received it when I memorized the book of Revelation. Two, to work in sevenfold miracles when the judgment arrives. The room only holds 350 people, and the church is probably going to take from 100 to 150 of them, so it will fill quickly. I suggest you do the $25 registration quickly at endtimesconference.com. $25 registration at endtimesconference.com, October 4, 5, and 6, Understanding End Times Conference, Living Word Fellowship, Evansville, Indiana. See you there! Now you can donate to the Prophecy Club on your mobile device. Just text the word PROPHECY to 444-999 and follow the prompts. Just text the word PROPHECY to 444-999 and follow the prompts. Message and data rates may apply. You can also listen to the Prophecy Club anytime on Alexa, Google Home, and YouTube. Just say, Alexa, play Prophecy Club. Our websites are prophecyclub.com, watchprophecyclub.com, sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com, and a prophecy club has been a blessing to you. And if God has blessed you, when it comes time for your giving, please remember Prophecy Club. It's summertime. We really could use your help now. Thank you, and God bless. A couple of years ago, I began to memorize Revelation. Frankly, I didn't even think I'd be able to really memorize the whole thing. I didn't even start at verse 1. I started at verse 8 because the first seven verses look too complicated to memorize. But what happened was as I started memorizing it, I started getting revelations. We're talking about information from the throne of God. Matter of fact, I got 30 revelations and two visions and one audible voice. The audible voice, I'll go ahead and tell you what that said. The seven seals play over seven years. The seven trumpets play over seven months. The seven vials play over seven days, unquote. I heard an audible voice tell me that. Now, of course, I had to back up uh, with Scripture, and I do explain that in the book. But what I was shown is a single word found in Leviticus links through time to the same single word in the book of Revelation. And that single word is first fruits. When you understand that word, all of a sudden the seven feasts given to Moses are actually a pattern a pattern that plays out the last seven months of the world, starting with first fruits and ending and concluding with tabernacles. Those seven feasts are a pattern. They portray the way the prophecies of Revelation lay out for the first time. And so far, no one has been able to defeat me on this. 
I don't think anybody on planet Earth has been given the information in this book. Now, I'm not saying I'm something special. I'm saying it's the last days. I'm saying that God has given this extra information to the world because we are in the last days. Because the tribulation, seven years, is about to start. The beast is about to be released into the world. And brothers and sisters, you had better start knowing Bible prophecy. I'm called of God to teach Bible prophecy. You read my book, and I don't think you'll have a question about that. And I don't think you know anything that is in my book. I'm not trying to be arrogant. I'm just trying to tell you, you get this book, and you'll be really, really glad you got it. One for 20, five for 30, 10, 50, 55. One book for 20, but don't do that. You want to get five for 30. That way it gives you four books to just give away. Best deal is 10 for 55 and then really kind of a church deal is you can get a whole case of them. That's 60 books for a gift of $250. That way, the whole church can just spread them around. you got other books to hand around to other people. One for 20, five for 30, 10 for 55, 60 for $250. You get it at prophecyclub.com. Prophecyclub.com. The secret door to understand Bible prophecy. One for 25, for 30, 10 for 55, case of 60, for a gift of $250. Get the book, read it.